Seeking Freddy out in his club had seemed like a good idea at the time, but as she faced the wave-faced footman at the entrance to Brooks's, Leonora Craven, famous poetess, thought that she might better have waited to call on him at home in the morning. She was known for boldness in most things, but this might have been a bit too much. When Freddy arrived, however, flanked by Mannering and Trent, looking not one bit the worse for wear since her brother's death, her anger crowded out any misgivings she might have. If nothing else, her little stunt would cause talk, and the more talk there was about Lord Frederick, Freddy Lyle, the better. It would make his entry into the Lords of Anarchy that much more believable. At the moment, he looked dangerous enough to belong to the infamous driving club. His blue eyes flashed with anger, and his finely chiseled jaw was clenched so tightly she thought he might lose a few teeth. His burnished light brown curls were must, but she knew from their time together that they were merely reverting to their natural state. She'd spent enough time with her fingers tangled in them to know their tendency to untidiness. Blinking, she threw off the memory and realized he was talking. Do not be so loud, he hissed, looking to make sure the door was indeed closed. If you go about making accusations like that, you might find yourself with more to worry about than a damaged reputation. My cousin isn't exactly known for his forgiving nature. I don't care who hears me, Leonora said hotly. If those men are responsible for Johnny's death, then they deserve to have it known. And if you hadn't introduced my brother to those ruffians, he'd still be alive now. Ned, the footman, returned just then with the tea tray, which was also laden with biscuits and a few sandwiches. Despite her boldness, she kept silent while he left the tray. Silently, she took a seat and poured two steaming cups, one for herself and one for Frederick. To her surprise, her hand shook as she passed his cup. Clearly, she was more rattled to be in his presence again than she'd expected. Or it might be her recent lack of sleep. She'd not known the comfort of a full night's rest in weeks, not since Johnny had been killed. Not remarking on her obvious agitation, Freddy sipped from his cup, then spoke. What makes you think that Sir Gerard and his lot killed Johnny? His voice had lost its anger, and to Nora's dismay she felt tears welling up at the gentleness there. So long as she could keep her anger at the forefront of her mind, she could keep her finer feelings at bay, but kindness, especially from Freddy, made her feel exposed. Still, she was able to steel herself against the emotions after a few deep breaths. She had to remain calm for Johnny's sake. Last week I received a letter, she said, paying close attention to her teacup rather than risking a glance at Freddy. It was from Johnny. He'd had it sent by his solicitor in the event of his death. She felt stillness fall over the little room. What did it say? he asked, his voice calm despite the waves of curiosity she sensed emanating from him. That he thought the club had found him out, Leonora said boldly but he'd hidden some important documents in the safe in his rooms, documents that would make it clear just what the Lords of Anarchy were up to. Freddy frowned. Found him out about what? I haven't a clue, Leonora said with a shake of her head. He didn't explain, and when I looked in the safe in his bedchamber it was open but empty. So either the documents were never there at all, or someone got into his bedchamber before you did, Freddy stated his full attention on her. Or maybe he changed his mind, she offered. 
Perhaps whatever it was about was resolved, but he forgot to tell his solicitor not to send the letter. That's not like him, Freddy said. You know how meticulous your brother is, was. Leonora winced at the switch from present to past tense. I know he was. It was just a possibility.